Today's Braze Bits is brought to you by Emmanuel Ness Quickly. Ness Quick and Emmanuel Quickly, Harvey Oswald, minus the Oswald, plus the Matt Harvey without the Weinstein. Emmanuel Ness Quickly, it's chocolate milk, but it's also the best rookie point guard in the NBA. Use discount code this ad sucks for 100% off your non existent order. We got some Braze Bits. We got some Braze Bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for Braze Bits. Interesting advertising methods. Yeah, I, uh, when I got the copy from that supporter, Manuel Ness Quickly, I didn't understand a, a lick of it. But they said it's in Moose product and uh, they're supporting the pod. So welcome, Emmanuel Ness Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly, I know of. You know of Emmanuel Quickly, the rookie know, point guard? I know Emmanuel Quick, Quickly. Absolute superstar, taking over New York. He's, I've fallen in love with him. The city's fallen in love with him. What an absolute stud. There's a rivalry, though, with Obi Toppins, Pizza Toppins. It is a rivalry. But we're on the same team, at least. Emmanuel Quickly, is, he's far and away a better player. He's the... He's, he's a Statue of Liberty for the Knicks. He's our, he's our stud. Statue of Liberty is a stud? Oh, yeah. Big time stud. You ever go there? Never been. Been on a boat around it. Never been actually at the Liberty Island. I went once when I was like seven years old, and I have almost no recollection of it. This is like a big tourist trap. I would, I would one day want to go up the stairs, sit in the flame. Calgary. I don't know. It does seem almost outmoded, doesn't it? Which is kind of sad. I mean, I guess it made sense when you had to take a boat. What was that word you said? Outmoded? Outmoded. I don't know that word. Never heard of it? I've heard of Catino Mobley, but not outmoded. Can I get a definition? Apple pie a la outmoded. Nice. My phone's usually in dark mode. I don't like the bright light on my my phone. I got it. We're not cooking right now. We're baking. Welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. In an air fryer, we're getting crispy. We're baked up. I'm I'm fully outmoded right now. Weird start. I had a weird. It was a weird advertisement. But you know what? That's what Braze Bits is all about. We're dipping uh, up. Sometimes in the kitchen, you have a grease fire, and you have two <laughs> options. You say, "Am I going to retire from cooking, or am I going to get stronger from from this hiccup?" We're going to get better from it. Am I going to become outmoded or am I going to adapt to the times? I still don't know what you mean by it, but I will go with that. Out, you never outmoded? Think about it. Like I, I'm thinking about it. Not, mode, not a lot happening up top. I guess in a la mode means like of this of the style. And outmoded means that you're no longer a la mode. Got it. Now that makes sense. It's almost like the last week's starburst munchkin theory it's kind of like the mean median and mode now i get it now i get it yeah i also i'm, think a, I'm a big mean guy mean I'm girl a, you're a mean girl i'm a i'm a median man i could see you being a median guy yeah i'm not a median guy i'm a median man <laughs> all right mad men but uh yeah i love averages right now this beginning is pretty average no it's not that's the thing Sometimes I'm re- like when we record, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what are we, what is this? Doing. What are we doing? But then you listen back and then you listen to, you cross reference with other podcasts and the chemistry is undeniable. We got some nitrogen. We got some sodium chloride, also known as salt. We're salty. I have some super salty. Belly locks. 
I also Capers. got it. I also got to backtrack a little bit. You were talking about Munchkin game theory. That was actually a Patreon exclusive. That was in our bonus episode. Oh, so you got to subscribe to the Patreon if you if you want to hear that, or you just it's a it's a clip that we clipped. I did that on purpose. I dipped a little hors d'oeuvre. I wanted everyone to be like, "Wait, what is that reference?" Oh, you got to pay for that reference. Subscribe to our Patreon. You get those kind of rep, that kind of game theory, that those kind of inside baseball little tidbits that you don't get here on the the regular old Braves bits. On the Patreon, that's where we really sling it. You think we have grease fires here? I mean, we we go absolutely bananas on Patreon. We've actually had a clean bill of we got inspected. Podcasting got inspected and we're clean. A rating. I don't mind a B though. I don't. I don't mind a B at all. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna go out there a C. Doesn't deter me unless that will C, and then you walk in and it's also questionable. C is crazy. C is out of bad control. It, it, it's got to be the quality of the food has got to be top notch. If you're eating in New York City, it's a C health rating no matter what. We've been in New York City kitchens, they're all a C. <laughs> I know, but at least the A's and B's are trying when they have to. The C's, they don't even give a crap. Yeah, but at least I could see it. I don't see it to believe it. I don't like if they're hiding the C. If they've gotten clever, they put the C behind the menu, and it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know what rating. And they're like, if you have to look for the C, that's fine. But if they had the C right in your face, like I dare you to come in here. It's eh. actually worse if they're hiding it. New York City law stipulates uh, that it's supposed to be visible. But if you're hiding it, even on top of that, that's like, all right, you don't give a damn. Don't what ask, do don't do? tell is what you're going for. Hands up. That's don't outmoded. You? See something, say something. Yeah. I'll emote. What a start. Went, went from weird to, to wacky. Goldberg. The wrestler. What, a, what, a, what an episode. <laughs> Are we going to call it a quickie? We're, we're, a little, quick? we're a little off rhythm because I, I thought I upgraded my setup and then it didn't work. So, and Jesse's, Jesse's rushing from somewhere. I, 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 I had a, mayonnaise combined. Oh, I got Russian dressing all over my body. I'm just... I'm just discombobulated. I'm all mode. I'm outmoded right now. <laughs> you are outmoded. The pod is not outmoded though. You do you got any meal prep? You're you're trying to trying to go there, and then we couldn't even get through that. I don't have any meal prep. Phil Jackson said that his my reactions to his predictions that last week were all time, which I agree. Uh, his view from the top rope being a top nine view still one of the most out of left field predictions of all time. But other than that. Not too much. I talked to the uh, pod nemesis, Eric Seidel. He had mentioned that you, he brought it up because he had, you had mentioned that something about someone burning themselves on a stove. Ah, we talked about in top nine things about Hibachi. I had an experience ah, with a friend who I scorched. Told- that. That's a good, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't think about that when he asked me, do I like the smell of burnt human flesh compared to a newborn baby smell? And then he said, actually, don't tell him if anything kind of add fuel to the fire. Classic side deal. So I'm showing his cards against his will in this case. Cards against humanity. Seidel is inhumane. He's got an F rating. Seidel is sick in the head. Seidel's got an A rating. <laughs> Not in my book. That he's, book. A, he's a nemesis. He is a nemesis. This, this guy, Seidel. What is Seidel writing? What, what has Seidel been up to? Is he playing like ice hockey with, with like the little kids? I could see him playing in like an intramural <laughs> rec 
like ice hockey league out, outdoors. I don't know. He's, he's, in, he's in Massachusetts biding his time, waiting to strike on the pot. Joe Biden, that's my president. Nice. It is. Yeah. I don't like that that's my president. I mean, I get it <laughs> with Trump where people will be like, I don't approve of this person, but like, like it or not, it's your president when right. the person's president. Oh, people just, I remember feeling that when Trump first got elected, being like, that's not my president, but he ended up being it our was, president for four was, years. He was your president. He was my president. Could be our he president again. Dislike the president. Yeah. Hopefully he's not president again, but could be. It would set a bad precedent. Do you say that again? I would. I, I would do my best to outmode him. <laughs> you gotta outmode him. He's, Hopefully he, Biden. He's out, he is outmoded. He is. He got outmoded. He got outvoted. <laughs> now we're in it. Now we're back in the pocket, the hummus pocket. Yeah. Highlights? highlights. Let's get into it. Great. That was smooth. That was a smooth, skippy peanut butter transition. Rob Thomas. Wow. Deep. That's <laughs> Kurt Thomas. Thomas Middleditch. Clarence Weatherspoon. Nice. Wow. Huge. New York Knicks. Manual quickly. Speaking of NBA, my highlight was went viral on TikTok. I got uh, one of my those voiceover videos went banana pudding. I've been doing those like bad lip reading videos a lot. I've been doing them also now on uh, Instagram. If you follow me, I. For, I haven't plugged it on the pod, but I feel like we, we do, might as well, we plug the Patreon, might as well plug an Instagram page. It's called Just Ball Boy on Instagram. I, don't, I haven't really promoted it on my personal page, but if you're a Brazerback, you listen to this podcast, I, you, you get the goods, you get the top information. Follow me at Ball Boy. I, I've been running that kind of injunction with my TikTok. Um, and it's been, uh, been pick, picking up some steam. I'm getting some, some good, I'm trying to find my own style with it. I got John Morant following me on TikTok. That was a highlight a few weeks ago. We're moving and grooving. We're, sw- we're swishing and dishing. It's, I've been watching a lot of the NBA as a result of it. And uh, I feel like I'm, I'm a, a sharp. I'm an NBA sharp. I find these good moments. What, what can I say? Follow me on Instagram, Matt Ballboy. Wow. I just am following now. You're, you're huge. 15,000 followers? We're moving. We're really grooving. How do you, how do, you do it? So just making these clips, but I also... It, a, I'm working for this company called Playline, which is co-owned by Mark Cuban. They saw my NBA TikToks and wanted me to run an Instagram page for them. Wow. And it's under the umbrella. There's also another account called NBA Memes, which has 4 million followers. Wow. And I got like one shout out a few weeks ago from NBA Memes. And that's where I picked up a bunch of followers, a bunch of haters as well. But if you don't have haters, you're not doing anything, so... That's very impressed and you keep it in the dark. I love it. Can't reveal your cards too early. I only certain people, you, you like to everything. If I tell it on the pod, I don't know about this, but yeah, you're right. If you tell it on the pod, save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Yeah. But it's been, it's, it hasn't been that easy to do because I'm, you're putting out a lot of content oh, and yeah. I, don't, I definitely don't want uh, guys like Wack Goldberg coming onto my page telling me, Oh, this ain't this ain't funny. What are you luckily, doing? Luckily, he doesn't listen to the pod, even though exactly. he's a Patreon. Exactly. Although he downgraded his Patreon subscription. Classic whack. Yeah, classic classic, classic whack. Um, I also before I searched Ball Boy, but before I searched Ball Boy, I searched just Ball Boy because that's what you had initially said. And it was some guy like Mikhail Gorbachev. 
Strong name, Jess Ballboy. And I was like, I don't think this is it. <laughs> no, just it's just <laughs> no, just it's just Ballboy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. It's as cool. you can tell from my voice, I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> but I am. I appreciate it. It's yeah. cool when your interests align. Yeah. Absolutely. In the sand. Don't... Sandman, Mariano Rivera, enter Sandman. I've been watching a lot of NBA hoops action, and like now I'm like looking for these moments to make like clips out of. So it kind of takes me out of the game sometimes. Yep. You know, I, I thought, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But it's enjoyable. I, I like it a lot. Um, do I go or what, what happens now? Yeah, you should go. All right. My highlight, I, uh, I visited my parental units over the weekend in Long Island. I got out of the city. Jesse's laughing for some reason. I didn't get to the funny part yet. I haven't you know heard you parental units in a while. That's I love what you parental say. units. Yeah. You say it, so I did your thing. <laughs> That's how it sounds when someone talks it out loud. Great. I love the way – I love – things i say even when they come out of your mouth yeah you know when comedians say when someone laughs and the comedian's like that wasn't even the joke yet <laughs> yeah the whole laugh now. oh man especially when people do that on stage it's like oh would you laugh at the wrong parts you're at a comedy show let them laugh <laughs> i think it's the right part because you're a fool <laughs> <laughs> fool's gold but if they're laughing that's all i care about yeah so I saw my uh, two over parentals. It's parental unit. Yep. And and it was great. It had a good time. Hadn't been uh, to Long Island in a, a braised bit. And we had a good weekend. We got a had some great food Saturday night. We got La, La Famiglia, which is a family style Italian restaurant. So we went all out. We got this brock, this pasta with broccoli and oil. We got veal marsala. We got sola reganata. We got chicken la famiglia. We got broccoli rabe. We got that might have been it. I think there's something I'm forgetting, but we got it. You got it. That sounds absolutely delicious. I love when a restaurant has their own chicken dish. Oh like yeah, chicken la, la familia. You got to get that. You got to get it. And obviously my dad calls and it comes on the bone and he's like, we want it off the bone. I think it's better off the bone. And it would be better on, it would be better off the bone if they offered it off the bone. It was good off the bone, but I feel like they offer it on the bone for a reason. Yeah. It's juicier. (laughs) Yeah. Classic, classic drogue. (laughs) Drogue. Drogue. D-R-O-A-D. Outboated. Outdroded. And this is your first time using the uh, the new whip to go out go out east. Yeah, my parents liked the car. They okay. we were talking actually how Jews don't really like uh, German cars before, but my parents were like, you know, because uh, we, we were talking about that, and they're like, yeah, but also like Volkswagen is a good car. It's a great car. Yeah, so they're like, you know, yeah, that it's yeah. that it's a good car. And they did this thing I had never heard of this, but apparently it's good luck to like sprinkle change in the car. But they did sprinkle. it with dollar bills because they didn't have change. What does that even mean? Sprinkle it like you just like put put a bunch of coins in in the car for good luck, like on the on the passenger seat. Never heard of that. Passen- yeah, I never heard of it either. But they said that's the thing, and I said, oh, sure, I'll take your money. <laughs> sure. So they sprinkled cash all over your yeah, like, <laughs> like a few dollar bills. <laughs> never heard of putting cash everywhere. 
I've heard of putting empty Gatorade bottles in the cup holder and never taking them out, but I've never yeah. heard of putting cash on the floor. No. What, what a move. Cash Bandicoot. Wow. Quinn Cook. Cash and then Bandicoot. the next day, Drode, my dad is a, he's likes to make omelets. He's, I've talked about it. I don't like omelets, but I got to give him credit. He makes good omelets. Love and that. he made this cream cheese and lox and onion omelet. Mm. It was Adam Devine, although the amount of cream cheese he put on was, it was out of control, but it was also really good. But also cream cheese in the omelet, like while yeah, he's cooking and there it. Or so after? Much, uh, I guess after I'm not really sure, maybe a little bit of both, but there was so much of it, I didn't even realize it was cream cheese. I was like, what is this interesting? Is this like creme fraiche? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cream cheese. And I've never had cream cheese in an omelet. I paid for it later because it was like a pound of cream cheese, but it was sure. delicious at the time. Was he making omelets to order or did he make like one big omelet for everybody? He makes so he'll make the same omelet for everybody. Oh, what a guy. Yeah. Omelet bar. Personal personal omelet bar. Kind of. You don't get to pick. It's not made to order. He it's, picks for he picks for Yeah. <laughs> but you get to choose the amount of eggs and if it's an egg white omelet or a regular egg omelet. Very nice. And he says, Lancey needs a bunch of eggs. The big one's for you. I can't eat that. <laughs> he also, my my parents in the beginning when we started the pod. Like I told them about it and they, they just like couldn't comprehend it. Cause it's like podcast, you know, it's too much. They don't listen to podcasts. Um, but either they, it came up somehow. Um, and I think I got my mom to be a Razorback. No way. Which is huge. Cause she realized it was on Spotify. I was like, it's on Spotify. You could listen to it on, on Spotify. Huge. And I showed Drode the clip about the subs and he, he approved. Love that. So that's, that's huge. big. That's humongous. He's like, he's like this, this funny. Great. That's, that's, yeah. all you, that's all you need. Yeah. Welcome to the Braze Bits universe. Yeah. A couple of new Brazerbacks. Yeah. And then we were talking about, you know, then it goes into what what uh, everyone listens to. And he's like, I've been listening to Sid and Bernie on the fan. Sid and Bernie on the fan? I don't even know. Are they on the fan or no? I've never heard of Sid and Bernie. Are, are they like a morning? Maybe they're or? morning. Yeah. They might not be on the fan. I, I thought that's what he said. But Sid and Bernie, that's the new show. I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. yeah I'm going to look them up after this. Your dad listened to them at work, you think, or on the way to work? I think on the way. Love that. Big radio commute guy. Huge. No, someone's commuting the podcast. Got to tur- turn us off commute. Wow. I mean, that would, that would be quite an act. <laughs> Someone commuted us? Someone commuted our sentence? Yeah. Th- threw away the key? That, that would be unbelievable. I mean, that would be like if it was a movie and someone played that role. It would be a huge be a role. Huge role, huge acting performance. You'd have to get one of the best actors you've ever seen. Probably one of the top nine actors of all time. If we're talking top nine actors, why don't we just list them, Lance? That's a great idea, Jesse. How about this I'm, week? I'm known for great ideas. Uh, why not? Let's, let's do our top nine favorite actors. Top nine favorite actors. I got to say, so to the Brazerbacks, I suggested this top nine. And about five minutes after I did, I immediately re- regretted it. I thought you would, which makes me even happier. Makes me even more excited about this. <laughs> because I started thinking of them. And then I've said, I've seen four movies in my life. This is going to be difficult. It's going to be tough. But this is our personalized top nine. This isn't like, oh, if you say this guy's not number one, he's this is our, this is our personal, as all of our lists are. They're not definitive. Our top nine, our personal favorite actors. Some of these people I've only seen maybe two of their movies, but those two movies knocked my socks off. All of them I've only seen two of their movies. <laughs> I did make a rule where, except for one, I, I had to be more than one thing. 
I, I would say we have over under three of the same. Like I wanted, I was like, I wanted to include, this is just one. I wanted to include Jake Gyllenhaal. I was like, cause I watched Nightcrawler and I was like, great movie. He was amazing. But then I realized that's the only Jake Gyllenhaal movie <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. That shouldn't count. Yeah. yeah. You could say he is, but like what he, he's not on my list, but he's a great actor. But then, you know, if you see someone in one movie, you know, they're a great actor, but you got to see, to make the list. I agree. At least two movies. And he's great because not only is he an actor, but he's in that 70s or 80s music duo, Jake Gyllenhaal and Oats. Nice. Oat milk. Dip me in. The cookie. Let's do our top nine. You want to go first? Yeah. Dip me in. Actually, plonge moi. That's dip me in in French. Outmoded? <laughs> Outmoded. Uh, I'm doing top nine. I got to just pull it up quick. This was a stressful list. This was tough. I really did not like doing this. I regretted it so hard. My number nine, talking regret about... Regret a Gerbrick. Regret a Gerbrick. Regret a Gerbrick. <laughs> wow. That's good. All right. So my number nine, actually a French actor, uh, the star of the Netflix show currently, Lupin, uh, Omar C. So he is the star of Lupin. He's. I also recently watched this movie... Uh, the it's called the Intouchable, I guess, is the um, the how you say it. Uh, yeah. but it's the they remade it in the United States that Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston, where Brian Cranston plays like a paraplegic, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was originally a French movie based on a true story. So, those are the two things I've seen him in, and Lupin, especially, um, incredible, like just. We talk, you know, when you talk about comics who are really good and one of the things that's obviously very important is, is stage presence and you just mm-hmm. kind of their energy and charisma just radiates every everything and just kind of improves it and levels it up in a way. That's what kind of, that's what he does. He carries the, the whole show and it's, it's unbelievable. And it's very cool to see that in another language. This other movie, the uh, Intouchable, I don't, not, sure if that's the right pronunciation or, or whatever but it is um, i can confirm it is yeah it's like a movie that could easily be terrible and like borderline you know it's like um rich white guy and he plays an ex-con you know uh in this case african immigrant um and you know with the race stuff it could be a little bit uh you know qab um sure. i think his acting really like saves the movie both actually both characters the the white guy in this case is also is very good, but their acting basically, I think makes what could otherwise be not a great movie into like a very, into a, into a solid movie. Sure. That's um, high praise. Yeah. High praise. I think that's definitely a characteristic of, a, of great actors when they make the content, make the material, they elevate it. Yeah. Like a great actor will make subpar or even average material like amazing. And you also love to see like one thing, on my computer unplugged and you can't you can't have that in this day and age mtv Um, unplugged yeah it's a one acoustic but i said you gotta you gotta go electric you gotta be like bob dylan in 1965 but um so in lupin for lupin he like clearly he like takes you know when actors take the role and, and they make it their own like if someone else was playing that role it wouldn't it wouldn't be exactly the way he does it. And for that, I think the show would be worse off. Interesting. Love that. That's he's great also in, I, yeah, he's also in um, 
it's not on Netflix anymore, but I wish it was, but it's this really interesting documentary about like French soccer uh, from 1996 to 2016 called Les Boots. And it, he's, he's not acting. It's like, he's just interviewing, like he's an interview, you know, they just interview a bunch mm -hmm. of people. Um, it's about like French nationalism and integration and, and some of their problems, uh, like French cultural problems. Um, and he's also like very, I don't know. He, he like makes very good points in that. How old well. is he? I don't know. I would say probably 40 in his forties, late thirties so to forties. Would you be peeved off if this guy comes over to America, becomes a Hollywood star well, and he's been, mainstream? He's been doing some, he, I mean, he's, he, he's like, I think probably the biggest actor in France right now. Um, the show on Netflix is humongous. Yeah. And he, I know he's done a bunch of, I think he's in the Da Vinci code or, or one of those, you know, Da Vinci code movies um i think he's like it has been in american movies so gotcha yeah i'll check yeah. him out that's my number nine my number eight is Kristen stewart wow good one so wow. i've only seen two Kristen stewart movies but <laughs> i've always been like i love Kristen stewart and then uh kate and i watched this movie a few months ago called the happiest season it's like a hulu or netflix uh um, never seen it it's this, it's really good. It's a lesbian couple and like they go to- I've seen the trailer for that. Yeah, they go to like, she plays, uh, her parents had, had died in a car accident or, or something, but they go to like her girlfriend's house and they don't know she's out and it's, you know, it's, it's good. Um, I love her. And she's, she was great in that. Great. Yeah, and I was like, I love Kristen Stewart, but then I realized the only movie I've ever seen her in was Adventureland other than this. Yeah, but, that's what I was thinking. I, we watched that movie because I was like, oh, I, I really like Kristen Stewart. And I realized I also like Kristen Stewart because I we've talked about this. I'm not a huge SNL guy, but I thought one of the SNL. funniest things I've seen in like the last 10 years is when she just like read Trump's tweets. Yeah. It was great. She's got a raw delivery. Her acting yeah. and even on SNL, like she's very not like pretentious at all. She's just, she's she falls into the character. She's raw. If she's like nervous or uncomfortable, that's what she is. She's fantastic. I kind of really identify with her because I feel like she comes off as not caring. Right. Even though she does. And I feel like that's what I, wow. that, that's my vibes. And you everything. are the male version of Kristen Stewart. Some people call me. Twilight. Stewart Soda. Twilight. I've definitely seen her in some other things, but it doesn't come to mind. I'm bad at pulling movie titles, but she's been everything I've seen her in. She's very, she's got a lot of range too. She can play a bunch of different kind of characters. That's what good actors do. They play sure. a bunch of characters. My number seven is uh, TV, but also movie. I have a bunch of TV actors because I've seen TV, but it is none other than Walter White, a.k.a. Brian Cranston. BC. I think that the character, this might give away a little bit of Breaking Bad if you haven't watched it, maybe skip the next two minutes. I don't like when people spoil stuff. You know, when people are like, oh, it's been out 10 years, I'll, I'll say it. I don't like that. Who are you to decide? I agree 100%. Unless this person says, like, I'm never, I've seen Breaking Bad first couple of episodes. It wasn't really for me. So you can spoil it for me. The character in the mm -hmm. later seasons is a, a different person than the character in the beginning. And you don't notice it at all while you're watching it watching at can't speak watching at outmoded i'm loaded you don't notice it at all it's kind of like getting older 
one day you wake up and you're 70 and you said, I thought I was 20. It's that same thing and just little details over time, just super impressive. And then I've talked about another movie, a, a movie I've, he's in uh, Drive. He plays like a oh, right. supporting role. And I remember like, and I, this, I watched it like while I was watching Breaking Bad. And I was, you know, you have the character in your head. But by the end of the movie, I totally forgot that it was Walter White. And I feel like that's the, the mark of like a really good actor. Absolutely. And he was the dad in Malcolm in the Middle, right? Yeah, I never watched that. So. I saw a couple of random episodes. Always funny. I actually saw him once on Broadway. He played uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. I think my it, parents saw that. It was incredible. It was like, it was, it was similar to like we were saying about um, like a movie that like the show, the play itself wasn't that great, but his performance just elevated the entire experience. It was amazing. Yeah. Love that analysis. That was your number seven? Yes. All right. My number nine, favorite actor, Allison Janney, AJ. I'm a big time Janney head. Uh, she, I first got introduced to her from the, the West Wing. She played the press secretary and I think like stole the show, one of the most underrated characters on the West Wing. Now, whenever I like watch like a president's press secretary, I think of her and wish that like press secretaries could be more like her, even though it was a fake role. She was the mom in Juno. She was in the way, way back. Just, I feel like she steals every scene she's in. She's more of a character actor, probably more like recently she's become mainstream and like getting larger roles, but she's in something. I'm going to say, I'm going to see it. I'm going to say something. It's always good. Number nine, Allison Janney. Janney Ramirez. Bingo. No steroids though. No steroids. I have seen, I realize I like don't know who Allison Janney is because <laughs> I've, I've seen Juno, but I don't remember the mom. Really? I remember Jennifer Garner, right? She yeah. gave up the baby. Her, she was the mom with, uh, what's his name from uh, Whiplash was the dad. Uh, JK. Not Jason Sudeikis. No, JK. JK Sudeikis. Oh yeah, no. But yeah, the cool dad was, what is, uh, not Sudeikis, one of those. Bateman. 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 They're yeah. all the same. Yeah, pretty much. But they were, she's got such a, like, a dry sense of humor. So funny, but so like mean can be mean and quick and clever i think you would like her the more you would see her in different stuff sure this is my category why not you love actors oh yeah i expect you to go see if you haven't seen any of these shows i mentioned or movies you expect you to go see them by next week all right perfect i do want to do a bet at some point like maybe it's the basketball that we play but if you lose i want you to read harry potter I've, I've, <laughs> I've read Harry Potter. I read the first like two. You got to read them all. <laughs> you got to start now and read them all. And if I win. Then you could pick something on that equivalent. Okay. I'll have to think about it. I, I would love Harry Potter. My number eight though, movies, favorite actor. Now, number eight, Paul Giamatti. God dang it, though, I love Giamatti. We've talked about his, I mean, probably his best acting has been recently <laughs> in the Volkswagen commercials. That's the, the Volkswagen? <laughs> See, that's the thing with acting. Like, okay, so acting is hard, but it's also so easy. So easy. So easy, but they make it look easy. The best ones make it look super easy. It, it is. It's hard, but it's also easy. I, I think I could, this, this might sound crazy, and I might be so off base here, ace of base, but I feel like I could walk onto a movie and, like, play a role. Because yeah, we're studs. I mean, you, you, people have seen our acting in your sketch, the office sketches, the 
Cleveland Browns sketches. We did phenomenal acting because we're we're artists. We're, we're we're comedy chefs. We know how to dip into our the soul of our creativity of our vulnerable. We're, it's it's what we do. You want me to do apology and my impression? Please. That's a Volkswagen. See, that's that's perfect GMI. Him in Sideways. If you haven't seen Sideways, I think it's a must-watch. In Billions, he's fantastic. He's just he's so he's like he he brings a lot of range, but at the core of it, he's the same old Giamatti, and it's electric. He is electric. He conducts heat. He does. You see what electricity does? Conducts heat. Can outmoded. Electric cars is the future. Volvo said that they're going to only be making electric cars in like 20 years. Yeah, but they also made those station wagons. True. With the back seat that was not a back seat. It was just for show. The trunk back seat. Yeah. Kind of, kind of cool. I had to sit in it, and it was. It seemed cool, but it was terrible. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Sitting yeah. backwards. Well, yeah. Oh, I hate that. Getting nauseous. It was rough. It rough was rides. not in not in the fairway. It was the deep rough. That is deep. That's that's the thick stuff. Yeah. My number seven. I have a feeling you're gonna not gonna like this one. Actually, I'm not sure. Who knows? My number seven. It's the big guy. It's the big star. It's Will Smith. Will Smith is a heavy hitter. I mean, I I looked up his IMDb page before this, and it just goes on and on and on from Fresh Prince to pursuit of happiness to i robot seven pounds seven pounds i saw, I saw that. that if he's if he's in a random movie I'll, I'll go see it i think fresh prince is rewatchable that father scene when he cries makes me cry you think he's a great actor he can do surface level like big budget movies or he can do like just emotional deeper movies independent movies number seven will smith it's a good one. I Will Smith didn't cross my mind actually, and probably should have. I've seen probably more Will Smith movies than I've seen most of the right. people on my list. To be honest, it's good, but I don't know. To me, almost his career, and this is very unfair, but it's almost like you know how a comic might like calculatedly try to like reach steps on the ladder. Yeah, it feels, uh, but that that's just from an outside perspective, and that could be super unfair. But that's just how it's always felt to me. But I've always enjoyed some, some like he, the best. He's not someone who I feel like I have to see. I mean, obviously, with any actor, I don't have to see the movie they're in because I never. But it doesn't have that that like some of the actors later on on my list. They feel like have like this. Okay, they're in a movie it's automatically going to be way better. And actually talking, talking about what I was talking about with Omar C, like able to take a bad movie and make it amazing. I right. don't totally get that, but that could be unfair. I feel like during a certain time period, there was a like Will Smith had that, like if he was in a movie, I would definitely see yeah, it. Now it's yeah. like, now it's like, Oh, he's in a movie. I got wonder like if he's in a movie, he got it made for a reason. He's not just doing a random movie, but I, I never saw like, his most recent one, bad boys. I like I love the first Bad Boys and the second one. I think this is Bad Boys Three. I didn't see it. it wasn't like yeah, a must-watch. It's, it's almost like some sometimes I guess it's like with anything with like if you're a, a comedian or an athlete or a musician and longevity, uh, it's really tough to to sustain like a high level or that peak level for for so long. 
and some people are able to do it and not that you're not able to do it, but even like a, um, I don't know, Johnny Depp, I feel, I guess with Pirates of the Caribbean, but I feel like he was like the biggest actor ever for like a, a few years. And now it's like, oh, it's a Johnny Depp movie. It right. doesn't mean that now it's he's a good just, or bad movie. He's just going for the money. He's, he's, out, of his, he's, he's out of his debt. He's out of his debt. Guy's in, in debt. Guy's in a lot of debt. Johnny debt to the bank. <laughs> guy, guy owes a lot of money. There's some great like Rolling Stone articles about how crazy spending he has. And like, and he, he went like bankrupt many times. He does movies now just for cash. Johnny Cash. Nicholas He's in Cage. debt. I'm a caged animal. Yeah. Was Will Smith your seven? Sure was. I got to go again. I'm you don't have to. My line's up. Seven up. My number six. This is my second and last French actor. Uh, Caroline Prost. You've never heard of her, probably. She, Jeff Prost's sister. She is the lead of the show I was talking about a few weeks ago, Enclenage. And Entourage? Entourage. Spiral. She plays the she plays a, a cop and it's eight seasons long. Uh it's a spans over 15. The series started in 2005 and it just ended. And I think when someone is able to play the same, I don't know any sort of equivalent, but playing the same role for 15 years over the span of 15 years and making it the same, but also changing with the characters, just very impressive and really made the show. And it's one of my favorite shows. And without her in it, like she was the, I think she was the most important character in it and really just kind of, takes you you know there's a lot uh in public discourse right a, a lot about the police um you know some people very negative some people positive and she i think really through the acting obviously this is france you know a little a little different but kind of um showed like maybe the motivations for people stretching the lines mm-hmm. you know and um I don't know, create, like put a, put a human element that in sometimes is not forgivable, but sure. kind of, you see may obviously it's a TV show. Um, but I don't know, kind of played this really, really super believable character that shed light on, I think a lot of issues that aren't just, you know, United States, but, but worldwide. Sure. She moved you. Yeah. Something about, the, and, something about these French, you got, you got a, a French connection. I would, I would really recommend this show. And then it's like, yeah. And then, you know, um, yeah, I I could keep talking, but I I don't know what I'm saying. This is for talking. I'm just trying to fill time. I'm not an actor. I need lines. I'm an actor. What is it about the French? Do you think that I, because you are learning the language, but also like what, what what about the French? Is it it the cream that they use in their? I think it's the cream. I mean, well, this is what I'm watching now because I mean, I'm, learning the language so this what made you first want to learn the language what about these french people i'll tell you i were going to montreal like two years ago and i knew they spoke french and i was like oh let me just learn some basic phrases so that could be helpful so i downloaded duolingo and i just kept doing it and then i was like you know what i think i'm gonna learn a language it's great because I, i took german and I was in, I could have kept going in college and I decided not to 
not to because in order to like minor in germ in a language you basically had to like go to the country and the study abroads didn't really work out like the semesters weren't the same and i just didn't want to it's so, pretty awesome though this language that you've learned is now has this huge show on netflix that's like there's a french show on netflix it's it's, it's great yeah and I, I figure like i could do I mean, now, now tours don't exist, but I could do like tours in French and maybe comedy. And I think it's a, it's a language learning is something that in America, like we don't care about, but it's like, I think more and more important as the world is global. I I also, I just think it's interesting mostly. As the world turns. Yeah. Top not soap opera. Yeah. You should do a virtual tour of New York city to French people. Yeah. I'm going to try to learn Spanish. I think. Because that's way more useful. Si. Me gusta. Yeah. yeah. Baloncesto. Puedo ir al baño. I got to use the bathroom. Bathroom. I got that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good, though. I don't have to. Mucho gusto. Mi amo. Lance. Lance. I wanted to say Lanche, Lanche, but that's my Italian name. Lanche. Lanche. Let's go for a big lunch. Get outmoded. Let's get outmoded. So that was my number seven. My number six is wait. wait how did you not do your seven before? How I mean, my remember? number my number six. I can't. This guy's I can't got got numbers at, at the wazoo. Because I have to improvise, and I'm an actor. <laughs> you don't have to improvise the numbers. The numbers right right there. My number five, also TV. Actually, two TV shows I've seen her, and I feel like I've seen her in other stuff. But these are the things that are coming to mind. But Edie Falco. Oh, Lancey. Strong one. That's one of my one of, one of the Podfather's favorite actors. Tony Soprano is in the Soprano. She's Carmela Soprano. And Tony Soprano, I feel like, gets all the plaudits. And deservedly so. He's incredible. I strongly thought about having James Gandolfini. 600 pounds of dough. 300 pounds of one <laughs> But And he's great. But I think he's, his performance is only so good because of, of Carmela and she kind of, I think captures the, what the sentiments are of having like, of being in the lifestyle of the mob. Like Tony doesn't, I mean, he, you know, in the therapy sessions, obviously he addresses it and that whole aspect of, of the show is fascinating, but I think um, she kind of has to embody the consequences of, of the lifestyle. She's his conscience. And, yeah. She's the conscience. She's conscious of the show really. Yeah. And she's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The whole thing with uh, Furio, I think oh, is, is so great. And incredible. I think it's the end of the fourth season, maybe when they like, I don't know. She just goes all out and she's going to let, I guess I don't want to spoil stuff, but when she drains the pool. Yeah. That. Yep. Yep. Can't afford to pay the pool, pay for the, the bills Her range. Just when she, I feel like she could go from like calm to just screaming at someone yeah. in two seconds. Have you seen nurse Jackie? I saw like one episode of it and I was like, I just, I think someone was watching and I like watched it with them just for an episode. And I was like, Oh, I would totally watch this. This She's great. great. She's great in that. Fantastic. And um, the other thing I was going to say is uh, she's in Horace and Pete, the Louis show that he just like released and was incredible in it. Yeah. I've seen, I think the first episode of that, I got to keep finish that. That's, That's a good one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Steve Buscemi's in that too. Right. 
I want something else. To get me get through this. Ushami Chomp kind of life. Baby, baby, baby. baby. What was the name of the quarterback in the replacements? Steve Buscemi. Something Falco. I've never seen the replacements. Gosh dang it. Shane Falco. There it is. Edie Falco, Shane Falco. Balco? Falco. Victor Conti. All juiced up. <laughs> shady boy. Shady guy. Oh, yeah. My number four, I don't think you'll see this coming, but when I say it, you'll be like, oh, and you'll be like, obviously, Robin Williams. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Flubber, you got to start with. Incredible movie I saw when I was like eight years old. And I was like, this guy is batty. And he just gets better. Goodwill Hunting, out of control. The best Robin Williams movie I've seen, I think, is Good Morning Vietnam. Great one. Have you seen that? You've seen this? I have. I've heard about this. I've seen this. Talking about actors, apparently most of those, you know, the radio scenes he improvised, which is adequate. When you watch them, it's like insane. That's that's insanity. I feel like uh, probably not Goodwill Hunting, but him. I feel like in a lot of movies he's improvising. I'm not sure. He he was like my number ten. He was right on on the fringe of being on my top nine. This is Doubtfire, incredible. I never seen it. My body just convulsed. <laughs> that's see, that's what you gotta get the Patreon for. I just had like a mini stroke <laughs> yeah. when I heard yeah. he didn't see Mrs. Doubtfire. But Rob Williams is absolutely insane. Um, um, unbelievable. I think the reason why I kept him off is I like think of him more as like a stand up than an actor, but he's. Probably the world knows him more as an actor than a stand-up. Yeah. I think with Robin Williams, he do you know when like you're with a group of people and someone is really angry mm-hmm. and, or mm-hmm. sad and their sadness and anger just like radiates everything? Yeah. He does that acting, but he also does it the other way. If he's he's infectiousness also he like he I guess I guess it's presence again, but yeah that kind of able to control the mood of a room. And then you're not even in the room. You're just watching it. That's Absolutely. It's like, out of, it's an unbelievable uh, skill. Undeniable. One of a kind. His, his like panel uh, interviews on like late night shows on Letterman. Yeah. Conan, incredible. Just a shot out of a cannon, ball of energy, doing like impressions, accents, bits, nonstop. So good. So good. Gone too soon. Rest in peace. He was also in, I don't, you probably haven't seen it, uh, Hook. Yeah. Have you seen Hook? The I know Hook from my cantor in Hebrew school. Oh, he, call him the Hook Nose? The, no, the Hook the hook facing it. The he His trope. We talked about the Patreon episode. Subscribe to the Patreon. Was it Patreon? What, Jewish Foods? No, when I was talking about like when your bar mitzvah lessons and like the way you read yeah, 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 yeah. he like taught this like sing song thing and yeah one of them was the hook okay. and then there's the hook facing it the hook is an unbelievable movie incredible must see sounds like you're hooked i'm hooked in i want to hook up with my number that was your number five or four my number four my number six favorite actor a guy who I've been, I got into probably the past like five years, but if he's in something, I'm going to see it. It's Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell to me is one of the most underrated actors of all time. He has the most, one of the widest ranges of an actor. He can be hilarious. He can be dramatic. 
in three billboards. He's you hate him. He's like a racist, but like somehow you can like you just believe his character and like it's just so much depth to him. Seven Psychopaths. He played George W. Bush in Vice. It was a pretty good uh, GW impression. He was in the way way back. He just he can be funny, can be emotional, can be deep. He's in it. I'm gonna see him. He's like an everyday kind of actor. He doesn't seem like a Hollywood big shot. He does. He picks like the if he's in something, you know it's gonna be good because he doesn't just do it for the cash grab. Sam Rockwell. I know Norman Rockwell. Paintings. Yeah. I'm glad you, you painted that picture because I don't think I've ever seen a Sam Rockwell movie. Seven Psychopaths? Nope. Three Billboards? Nope. Vice? Nope. The Way Way Back? Nope. You ever seen The Way Way Back? That would be right up your alley. How, how long Steve ago? Steve Carell? How that was way, ago? way back. That was probably, I don't know, 2000s something. That's not really way. That's more like The Way Back. Yeah. That was it's like a summertime adventure land type of movie. Really good. Yeah, he's just, I think, an undeniable actor. He moves my needle. When you watch him, it sounds like you rock well. I do. I rock and roll. Sam Morell. Sam Rockwell. Farmer in the Dell. Hillsdale. It's the town I grew up in. <laughs> Turkey Hill ice cream. Wow, Turkey Hill iced tea. <laughs> Underrated brand, Turkey Hill. Grant Hill. Hillstone. Ooh, Hillstone. Sorcerer's Stone. Cold Stone. Roger Stone. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin, Texas. Wow. Walker, Texas Ranger. I'm stumped. Glenn Stumpf, high school. <laughs> Last name was Stumped? Stumpf. Oh, I, 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 I knew a Stumpf. What a great last name. Stump the Schwab. <laughs> Stump the Schwab. All right. My number five is the last like, actor that I have on my list that's like not like a huge Hollywood star. The rest of my list, is, it's, it's the big shots. I knew you'd be Hollywood. I'm Hollywood. I'm not going to start. I'll, I'll get to it. My number five, though, let's not skip over her. It's Rooney Mara. I am obsessed with Rooney Mara. I feel like Anything she's in, I'll see, but she doesn't do a lot of movies. Uh, her performance in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was one of the best performances I've ever seen. She, it was just, like a, it was like a quiet but loud performance, if that makes any sense. Like her character was quiet, but her presence was loud. Like we talked about presence. Um, she was in Social Network. She was in the opening scene of Social Network, and that was the only scene she was in when she- She, that's her? Yeah, and I feel like that was one of the best scenes in the movie. I wanted more of her. It made she the whole movie. To... It was like Mark Zuckerberg made Facebook because yeah, that's quite girl. Yeah, yeah, but they had incredible quick dialogue. And then that wasn't before. true. No, but who knows? It could. It was Who's in nice? general. I think because he couldn't get girls. But he had a, his wife. He was like dating his wife. Listen, I know. Listen. Also, Drode, my dad says listen all the time. Love that. I absolutely love that all the time. I've got a QED along those same lines. (laughs) I now I I hear that all the time now. Whenever anyone's talking, and people say, "Listen," all the time. Listen. What what can I say? My number. Well, yeah, Rooney Mara. What what more can I say? She was also in this movie, uh, Carol. She plays like a a bisexual woman who's in with Kate Blanchett. 
is just Carol Gardens. Bingo. I don't think I've ever, I, I've seen a Rooney Mara move other than the social. You know network. who I'm talking about? Not, yeah. I know Kate Mara is in House of Cards, right? That's her sister. Yeah. Their parents or grandparents own the Giants, the Maras. I knew. I knew that Wellington Mara. Yeah. What a name! That is an owner. That's a good name. name. Wellington. Talk, yeah, but if you're named that, you got to be the owner of something. You got to. Or even, even a bodega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my bodega. My name's Wellington. That would make sense. Yeah. It's a great name. You can't. You can't be working for somebody. You got to be the. <laughs> no. Where's Wellington? He hasn't clocked in yet. I also, this is something I thought about including Kevin Spacey on mine. And then I was like, I don't, I, I don't think I can, which yeah. I don't, I don't like doing that, but I was like, I don't think I can. I was going to have Harvey Weinstein. Incredible actor. If we were doing top nine producers, I was going to have Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. My number four, it's just my four through one are just these, you can't argue against these guys. These guys are the, the best of the best. The, the, it's Tom Hanks, Lance. My number four is Tom Hanks. There's no, just, you're shaking your head. You can't argue against Tom Hanks. He's undeniable. Forrest Gump, Castaway, Toy Story. He's the voice of, of Woody, Lance. Woody Harrelson, but in Toy Story, in Philadelphia. I mean, when you, th- when you look up the definition of range, it's just a picture of Tom Hanks. What a nice guy, offstage. He's not... He's personable. He got coronavirus. He was like the, the first Hollywood guy to get coronavirus. That's great. That was awesome, right? Just, I love this guy. <laughs> He's, it's just, it's good things. Number four, Tom Hanks. It's too much fun in games for me. It's too like cheerful. Big? Have you seen Big? No. Too cheerful. He's, he's played dark roles also. Too optimistic. Charlie Wilson's War? I've seen that, but I don't really remember it. I must have, I think I was drunk or something. <laughs> I've um, seen Forrest Gump. It's great. He's good. He's good. It's legendary. He's good. Him hosting SNL. Have you seen him hosting SNL? He's a great SNL host. He had the uh, the Halloween sketch. I think he's just he gets uh, he doesn't get any criticism, so it's something's fishy to me. It's because he's a top line actor. No, I don't buy a, it. Whatever he's selling, I don't buy it. That's that's bad. His his son, you ever seen his son Chet Hanks? Yeah, guy's nuts. <laughs> so that's that, that's I mean, exactly exactly. Yeah. So if you're this beloved guy, and he's then, a bad dad. I, I never I never not on my top nine dads. No one criticize. Not that I guess whatever. You don't. I'm sure people do. Him. His son's a crazy. Does he does uh, Jamaican accents on Instagram? And yeah, people exactly. make fun of him. Guys out of control. So, yeah, so he's a bad dad. Yeah, but he could at least act like a good one if he's such an actor. <laughs> I think he does. I think he acts like a great one, but he's not a good That's what makes him a great actor. So it's an interesting method. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. Catch me if you can. Never seen that either. I don't know. Just focus on being a dad first. <laughs> you think these French, French act, actors are act, good? Act, are good like, at- act like you want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> True. Just justice for Chet Hanks. Ches take Cheddar Ches. Cheddar. Cheddar Hanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My number three, 
so my number three through one, I really like they could they're all it's really a tie for one. But okay. do you want me to you want me to rank it? <laughs> I would. My number three is Daniel Day Lewis. DD. Do I don't have him, but I love him. I've only seen three Daniel Day Lewis movies, Lincoln. Uh, there will be blood and gangs of new york gangs of new york i think might be the single best performance of anything i've ever seen incredible he is just it's like his energy is like too much i feel like in all these movies and that's why i guess he's number three out of these one two and three because i think he owns scenes so much that he doesn't even let anyone else breathe exactly I think that's what knocked him off my list for me. It's like, you're going to see a Daniel Day-Lewis movie. I saw the movie with him, his, one of his recent ones, where he plays like a seamstress. Or like he like, I was like going to see that. It was so I, good. But yeah. he just, it's intense. He dominates every scene. It's like intimidating. It's enjoyable to watch him, but it's like, it's... It's it's so impressive. It's, it's but it's also, it doesn't, he's, a, he's a, a ball hog. Yeah, because everything's about the role, but the role is like so crazily impressive that no, like that is something I can't do. Like talking about, I could just walk up and be an actor. Like I can't do that. No. And from what I've read, he like he's he's a yeah, full he's method a, actor. He's a goes he, full me- and he's fully submerged. He's he's plunged, plunged which in. I think is what makes it a little. Sometimes his performances are like not disturbing, but they're just like so real and so like captivating that and you could identify with crazy people like yeah the gangs of new york it's uh and and just his like his accent i'm always impressed when people when you don't know at all that someone has a different accent so like the wire is a good example uh idris elba who i thought about putting on on my list um i had no idea he was british like and then then, like i found that out after watching the wire also um what is his name? The guy who plays McDonald. I forget his name. He's also British. But I like mm. when when someone when you watch someone for so long and have no idea, like they don't make one slip. I yeah. think that's always really. I mean, that's kind of like you with your Scottish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I get fully dipped in. I never yeah. when, I'm, when I'm dipped in the Scottish. Yeah, yeah. So like out. he he takes these like in um, Gangs of New York. Daniel Day Lewis has to. It's like this old older New York accent, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's not incredible. Yeah. Can't argue against it. Yeah. My number two is Denzel Washington. <laughs> Just, he's like nodding and I don't know what you're doing. You're like rocking back and forth. I'm, I, he's my number two as well. I, I feel like last time you got mad at me when I said my, I spoiled it, but he's my number two. We both had the same number two. He's, 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 he's the best. He's not number one. I think great. I've only, so I think, I, I couldn't think of more than two movies I've seen with him. Oh, come on. Which I've seen. John Q is one of my favorite movies. Yes. Uh, Remember the Titans? Never seen it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's having a meltdown. So you don't remember the Titans. That is unbelievable. That movie like shaped my middle school high school strong side oh you think you could you want some water yeah it's good to be hydrated but fences i saw which was unbelievable Fences is great and he is he's kind of like i guess talking about the intensity of of daniel day but also 
gives other people in the scene room to be themselves. So training day, more benevolent. Never seen it. I've always wanted to see it and never seen it. There's Incredible. another one. There's another movie. Inside Man. No. Fences was insane. Everything he does is insane. And like you just said, he, he's not. He's better than Daniel Day Lewis because he lets other people shine. He listens. He's like he makes the scene incredible, but other people can shine as well. He passes the rock. He's LeBron James. He makes everyone around him better, but he is the best on the court and he knows it. Oh, um, the movie with Ray Allen, Spike Lee. He got game. He got game. Seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, remember the Titans. How did you actively choose not to see that? I think it came out when you're like eight or nine, right? And it's probably PG 13. And my parents were like strict about it. So then I just never saw it. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Blame Drode. Guy serving up cream cheese omelets. Can't get his son <laughs> yeah. to see. Remember I've the also parents. watched a bunch of, like, I feel like I've seen a lot of interviews with Denzel Washington for whatever reason. And I feel like the way he approaches acting is, like, I think I it's, like, a great way to pr- approach a profet- Like I think he approaches it the way of, like, getting good at something. Yeah, he's very practical. Yeah. Um, and I've always, like, liked reading and watching interviews with him i saw him on broadway a few years ago unbelievable insane he plays like a a drunk guy and his performance just yeah it's like with all these actors i'm always like i've always meant to see uh see malcolm x like i've always Mm -hmm. meant to watch i just like i've never i just don't you know especially now it's like you have to buy a movie yeah and it's like too many too many things Netflix is just there and you're like, why would I buy a movie when I could just watch something on Netflix? And I just watched This is Doubtfire? Never seen it. Remember the Titans? Wow. My number one is Christian Bale. I'm not bailing you out. I'm too big to bail, Lance. That's my number three. Number three? That's my number three, Lance. I just think he is um, the best actor. He's my Batman. When I th- when you list out the different Batmans, Christian Bale is my Batman. He's I've the seen, Batman. I think I've seen all the, or maybe not Dark Knight. Oh, I forgot Heath Ledger. But I've only seen, uh, I th- actually, I should have had Heath Ledger. I was thinking Heath Ledger as well, but I haven't seen. I think I've only seen The Joker. And then I watched like Lords of Dogtown, which is like a, Surfer movie that's not i never seen that Brokeback Mountain. Mm. i've always meant to it's not like but anyway heath ledger he plays this like it's not like a major role in this movie lords of dogtown but like he is the whole movie somehow even though it's like a minor role and then the joker is i think maybe the best yeah. role ever definitely um even though i just said that about bill the butcher i don't know anything about movies why did i choose this <laughs> christian bell is great though batman uh the fighter Oh yeah, you seen that? Oh yeah, he so believable and so like I don't know. You just feel the pain. Uh, the Big Short, big I think, is maybe also the most. It just like the subtleties that it's like every little you the mannerisms of these characters. You, he's he's fully dipped in. He plays a mad genius. Him in uh, Vice as Dick Cheney. I never. I met I, again. I wanted. I was like, oh, I'll go see that, and then I didn't, and then. Absolutely incredible. You forget that it's it's Christian Bale. You think it's American Hustle? Oh yeah. He's great in that. American Psycho? Never seen it. That's a very disturbing role. 
the prestige prestige was prestigious with Hugh Jackman. Christian Bale is just, he's insane. He fully gets dipped in so much range. You never, I never think that like, Oh, that's Christian Bale playing Batman. Exactly. That's Batman. I feel like even with like Denzel and Daniel Day Lewis, it's like they have to be the lead. Yeah. And Christian Bale is so good that he will be, but I feel like he actually doesn't have to, you could play like a bit role and 100%. still be like play that role perfectly, but not dominate. He's a role player that can be the star on any given night. Yeah. And wow. if is is asked to be the star, we'll drop 40 points. Exactly. But also is could be like, yeah, I'll, I'll just come off the bench. Make everyone better. Wow. So we both had Bale and Denzel. Any others? The same similarities? I think that was it. You, do you have Rooney Mara? No. You didn't go yet, though. I didn't. But my number three is Christian Bale, my Batman. That's my Batman. Number two, Denzel Washington. Remember the Titans? Lance doesn't remember. Inside Man, incredibly underrated Spike Lee movie for Denzel. Um, and my number one might catch some flack, Joe Flacco. But if he's in in a movie, I'm gonna probably see it. <laughs> for a second, I thought Joe Flacco was your number one actor. <laughs> I gotta give the Joe Flacco. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Baltimore Ravens. He he acted as a great quarterback. Yeah, Baltimore. My number one is Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't need to list his movies. I don't need to tell you what he's done. He's just the best. We've talked about what makes a good actor. He's the best of the best. He started as a kid. Now he's on top of the game. He's a handsome son of a gun. He can play evil. He can play funny. He can play something about it with Johnny Depp. If he's in it, I'm going to see it. He works with the best directors. The best actors want to work with him. All the ladies want to sleep with him. And so do I. My number one, Leo. He's not my number one actor, and I'll tell you why. He can't act like he's attracted to women that are his own age. Oh, we're going, we're going to get personal. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going to dig up some skeletons. I can I dig up some skeletons on be, your French guys. I thought it was going to be funny and you're going to laugh and then we could clip it up. Clip he's it up. good. But to me, it's like, there's always a similar, like it's always his voice in it, which sometimes I think blood is good. Blood Diamond? I never seen blood Diamond, he does a South African accent. It's actually terrible. Or Well, there, there you go. But he <laughs> yeah. does an accent. But the, and, and, the, and it holds up throughout the movie. I, I like him a lot, but like like The Departed is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen a bunch. Catch like, Me If You Can, which you I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. Uh, the Revenant, I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. Titanic. I've seen Titanic. He, but he, he's always like a little too tortured for me. Every time he's like, tor- even in The Wolf of Wall Street, he's like, you're Jordan Belford, you're, you're fine. And he always like has this like same tortured grimace and I'm like, it to me, it always, it always like slightly takes me out of the movie. Interesting. Django Unchained. He plays he's, uh, that, that. He's he's good in that. Insane. Because he's like very evil, and yeah. that's that's the only role I've seen that I feel like is a little different. There's yeah, a, the absolute best. What was the movie with Christopher Nolan? Inception. I hated that. I love Inception. I got intercepted. Intercepted. Joe Flacco. I incepted this top nine. Your idea. I thought it was good. I thought we got somewhere. We, I'm, I'm glad that you had Denzel and Christian Bale in your top three. I hated it. I hated every moment of it. Well, I'm glad we did it. 
And I'm glad now that it's moving to groove. It's because it makes me like feel it, it makes me feel guilty that I haven't like watched movies. But who am I? Do I have to? You don't got to do anything. I would like to, but it's like you three should hours. feel guilty about Remember the Titans and Mrs. It's, Doubtfire. It's three Captain hours Cat. of your time. I mean, I like. I feel like I like. I I, re, I read books. Like I, I I've read way more books than most people, and I feel like. But I feel like I have to justify myself to nobody, not to you or not to the Brazerbacks. And I don't like it. It's making me uncomfortable. Just because, like, if you don't watch movies and you're not attuned to, like, something, and I don't, it's not that I don't watch movies. It's just that I don't watch movies. I do watch movies, but it's, you know. I know, I know what you're saying. You don't got justified to me. You got to, you got to justify it to yourself. I do. And I, I, I haven't. Justify my love. Justify the TV show. Justified Justin Timberlake's out. Yeah. All right. Phil Jackson, fresh Ooh. off a dynamite prediction. Lady Dynamite, Maria Bamford. As the days get longer and we march further into this hopeful year, it's hard for my mind not to draw the Shakespeare Ides of March comparison to this week's topic. A2, Jesse? E2, Phil. E2, mi amigo. Vamos. Yeah, I expect this week to get messy. Jesse. Real, real grungy, method acting messy. But hey, this is where the triangle offense needs to be leveraged to its fullest. Send master. <laughs> From the top rope or the clouds in the sky, let's hope these predictions flow like the mighty waterfall. Hope solo. Get on the top rope and body slam me, Phil. Without further ado... Here are the storytellers that tickle. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, we, wow, how do we not say storytelling while we talked about acting? These guys, they just tell good stories. Because the directors and writers are the storytellers. Well, I, love, just, I love when actors in interviews say, I just, I love to tell a good story. That, also, actors are just insufferable. Yeah. Like some actors, I think, are like, like Denzel is like, I feel like so. Uh, like there's so much depth and like yeah, so intelligent and like you know talking about like the craft but also realizing that it's just acting at the same time yeah. and then there's other people that are like you know awful they're outmoded yeah without further ado here are the storytellers that tickle <laughs> jesse's fancy or bits up tickle me tom hardy good one i haven't seen enough of tom hardy but great bane he was in another like wrestling movie. I like Tom Hardy. I'm not a hard O, but I'm a Hardy. He narrated the Tottenham documentary on Amazon. Nice. Got a good voice. Yeah. Will Ferrell. He was he was on my one of my original drafts. I just it's hard for me to put comedians on this list. Honestly, comedic acting is not hard. Oh, come on. I think it's I think it's harder than regular acting. No. Regular Leonardo. actors say that it's harder. Yeah, because they're not funny. Leonardo DiCaprio. My number one. Film knows my body. In and out. Burger. Rachel McAdams. Good one. Mean Girls. So good. Midnight in Paris. Fantastic. Can't knock it. Donald Glover. Talking Childish Gambino. Guy from The Rapper? From 30 Rock? Or guy from Lethal Weapon? That's Danny Glover. <laughs> Wow. 
No, Donald Glover. I, I think he's a better rapper than an actor, to be honest. I think he, I. Um, oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta you watch good. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta I thought he was pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, I only watched the first season. That's with TV shows too. It's like I watched the first season. I'm like, all right, I get it. He, he just does so many different things. I don't label him as an actor in my head. Yeah, he's good. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very he's, good. Yeah, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Very good. Another mean girl. Big crime crush on her, but I'm not sure I would. I haven't seen enough of her stuff. Seyfried yeah. and Roy. Bite my head off like a tiger. Bonus. Lev Schreiber. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Liev Schreiber. Great actor. Great voice on Hard Knocks. Haven't really gotten into Ray Donovan, but it's the Ray I'm Donovan sure. of, of predictions. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> Again, Phil, it is coming in with the hits. Great, great predictions, Phil. Braze on. Surprised you didn't get Rudy Mara. He's a big time Giants fan. Just kidding. That's like an impossible prediction. Impossible burger. Kate goes above and beyond burger with her LPPs. This was hard, which I agree. She says, This was hard. Not sure I got any, but here are some LPPs. Goes off the bat with Robert De Niro. What are you doing? Which I feel guilty about not having him on. He's, I think, undeniable as a great. Lance is doing his perfect De Niro face. You talking to me, Lance? Robert De Niro. Bobby D. I feel bad. I had Robert De Niro and Meryl Streep on my like original draft. Then I was like... Talking about, what is it, uh, Meet the Parents? That's his yeah. best role. He's fantastic in that. Raging yeah. Bull is all time. It's a great movie. I saw that, but it was, yeah, it was good. It was great. Then she's got Morgan Freeman. Classic. I don't think... Oh, yeah. He's very... Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. But I don't know what other movies I've seen him in. I must have watched a lot. He's in every movie. But He's I can't... He's in a lot. I can't think either. But I feel like now he just plays like the old god type figure. So it's kind of all similar. Yeah. He's in The Dark Knight. A couple of the bad yeah. guys. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Bingo Bango for me. Not for you. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah. Meryl Streep. Uh, you got to drive a Lincoln. Nice. If you drive a Lincoln, then you're on a good side. Wow. What do you think about that? Not a bad McConaughey. I'm no. acting. It's not hard. I've never done this impression before, but you wouldn't know. Meryl Streep. She's, uh, Devil Wears Prada is great. And she's Fantastic. great, but I don't think I've ever seen. I must. I mean, she's in a lot of movies too. Julie and Julia, I watched. I haven't seen that. She goes, Julia Child, stir up the butter in the pan. What's the movie with Alec Baldwin? That's uh, like SNL? Christmas. No, she's in a great movie with Alec Baldwin. Tina Fey, Fred Claus. Yes, they were in Fred Claus. Great movie. <laughs> James Gandolfini? Yeah, I thought about him. 300 Calm. pounds of uncooked Calm. raw dough. Omar. Calm, would you get over here, Calm? Omar C from Lupin? Yeah, bang. Bingo. Jennifer Lawrence. Christopher. Christopher, <laughs> get over here. He's the one Gandolfini. <laughs> Christopher, where's the gabagoo? <laughs> Christopher, you're supposed to be here two hours ago. Gabagoo girls. 
Ik heb een Google Dolls. Ik heb een Google Dolls. Kidding me? That's some good Italian meat. Brian Cranston, bang. bang. Daniel Day Lewis, bang. Bang. She did great. She got a bunch. Yeah. She said she told me she picked more than nine. Yeah. She shot. She shot her yeah. shot. Yeah. But great LPPs. We should Thank just do top Phil. nine impressions of actors. That'd be more fun. <laughs> Thank you, to Phil. Phil and Kate for the predictions. I got, I probably got like two impressions in my book. I got the Aussie, and I got I got I can do it. Daniel Day Lewis from There'll Be Blood. I drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up, Eli. This is my son and partner, H.W. Plainview. I'm an oil man, she. But today, yeah, it's not bad. Not too shabby. You got any ads? Nope. You got any questions? Nope. Perfect. Let's move and groove into our QABs. Our questionable best segment. You want to go first? You want yep. me to go first? Yep. <laughs> Perfection. Four straight no's. That equals a yes. My QAB lands it's along the same lines of the listen that I talked about a couple phrase bits ago. It's another phrase that I've been hearing more and more people say when they're on podcasts, interviews, in person. It's starting to really grind my gears. I'm sure people, Razorbacks probably say this all the time. It's when people say in a conversation, they go, I will say this. I can't stand it. I, you know, Lance, you know what? I'll say this. My top nine list was incredible. Lance, you know what? Hold up. I will say this. If you're going to say it, you don't need to tell me you're going to say it because you're just saying it already. Let me say this. You know, I'm not, I'm not stopping you from saying anything. The I will say this, the let me say this, because people need to get a grip. I understand why people do it. It it's gives you another couple seconds to think of what you're going to say or choose your words correctly. The listen, the I will say this. It's just, you're not, you're not fooling anybody. You're not be, it's, 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 it's phony. It's hack. It's QAB. If you say, I won't say this, then that's. And you're exciting. not saying it. Don't say it. It's exciting. I think it's one of those language tricks where it, is supposed to mean something but it means nothing i will say this means <laughs> you're emphasizing what you're saying yeah like, you're really I, roping I, them I will, in. I will i will say this leonardo dicaprio is not that good of an actor it's yeah. couching your it's acknowledging that what you say might not be approved by someone i think it's honestly because in podcasts it's interesting in podcasts and interviews you you hear it all the time i think people are afraid to have opinions let me say this. You're spot on. You're absolutely correct. So they have to couch it in like, well, I'm saying this, but let me couch it in right. formality and language and, and not I, say anything. I could be saying this, but I will say this. It's like, just tell us what you're just say it. Who gives a gosh, dang. People care. I mean, people don't care, but one person cares and then they get canceled. I will Culture. say this. Get canceled. Yeah, that's all. That's it's, it's quick. It's stupid, but people become more. People get worse and worse every year, every day. Sure. That's what I noticed with comedy audiences. This is what I've been saying for for years. The and comedy audiences are getting worse. Every year, every day, 
people got more and more into their phones and more and more not wanting to laugh. And it's because they will say this. They will say and now comedy audiences are so bad that they don't even go to shows. Right. Because there's no comedy. This the springtime is coming around the corner though. I can't wait for it to warm up. Yeah, but I, I hate that too. Everyone has to like couch what they're saying and them not taking credit for saying it. Because it's dangerous to stand behind your words. I do it all the time. I don't want to say stuff. Nobody wants to say stuff. We have a podcast. But Let me why, say this. I'm not why, saying it. Why stand behind something when you could be when it could be used against you? It's true. Anything can be clipped up, taken out of context. But I will say this. You can take anything out of my context and throw it into a book and I'll read it. Context message. Contact lenses. Strong. My QAB doesn't really apply anymore because we had audio issues, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. So I had noticed that doing the pod, my sound quality has diminished since we went to Zoom. I know this is boring sound quality podcast stuff, but just stick with me and it gets a little better. Say this. I'm saying it. <laughs> Jesse sound sounds good because he has a good setup. You have, what is it? Terry Bradshaw recorder. Scarlett Johansson recorder and a microphone. Mike yeah. Jones. I'm just doing it straight from my computer. We had this, Program, uh, program. I'm sound like I'm 70. I love Robert De Niro. Good program. Clean um, feet. Yeah, that basically made us sound good. But when we moved to Zoom to do video, we got rid of it, and it doesn't sound unlistenable. Actually, when we were driving to Long Island, we listened to the pod in the car because Kate nice. was listening to the pod and she had her phone plugged in, and it sounded good. It sounded. It didn't sound. It, it could sound better, but it's not so bad. It's, you can't, you can't, it's listenable and it's like no problems, but it could definitely sound better. Okay. And so Jesse has a good mic. We have a good setup for in-person, but for my virtual, it's, I'm just doing it through my computer and it's fine, but it could be improved. So Jesse sent me this stuff that you could buy and it sounds, you know, and it makes it good, but it's a little on the expensive side and I'm not, not going to do it, but I realized, Oh, I have my recorder that we record in person. And I think I could just hook it up with the USB to the computer. And I looked up on YouTube and figured out, yeah, you could do that. That's it's pretty easy to do. You just have to get this USB adapter. So I just needed this one USB adapter and I went to Lowe's, you know, I, I Googled like, you know, USB adapter, and Home Depot and Lowe's came up as well as, you know, Circuit City. They didn't come up because they closed 15 years ago. But got to go to Lowe's. Got to go to Lowe's. Motels. There's a Lowe's pretty close to me. So I said, I'll just go to Lowe's and see if they have it. And if they don't, I'll go to a Best Buy or I don't, that's it. PC Richard, they exist. And Sun. My name is AJ Richard, and I founded Peace. I'm the son of PC Richard and Son. What a name, PC. It wasn't his name. He started. <laughs> he started PC Culture. Portable computers. You're outmoded. <laughs> I, I will say this: you're outmoded. <laughs> I'm totally outmoded. <laughs> so I go to Lowe's, and I get in there, and they have the aisle of stuff. And I look and it's not there. 
and I'm looking for someone to help me, but obviously there's no one there. You know, it's all like robots and self-checkout and whatever. So there's not really that many people helping people, which is a shame because in a home improvement store, you generally need help. Improvement. I'm about to walk out and there's these two employees who are talking to each other. So I figure I might as well just ask them while I'm walking out. It seems like they don't have it, but I'll ask them. I ask them, they say, oh yeah, we got that. And they like start walking to somewhere. And I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to follow them, but they don't really say follow me. They keep talking. And then they like turn into a thing, like a to like an employee's room. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're like, I'm like, and then I see it, but I see it. So they like guided me there, but they didn't really like say they were, you know, it was kind of just confusing. It seems low. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of lowest. So anyway, I, then I go like look at this section and I have my zoom recorder with me and it's USB plugs, but I'm not sure if it's the right one. Like it, it doesn't look like it lines up, but these guys are nowhere to be found. They're just like, Oh, USB it's over there. So I'm just like looking at this, analyzing it, trying to figure it out. Then I think about leaving, but it's like, I don't know where the exit is. And then I, I've been looking at this. I've been, lo- I've been literally looking at these different USB plugs for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, at this point, I can't, I can't leave like without buying anything. They're going to think I'm stealing. And I have this, I always have this self-conscious thing. If I'm in like a big store like that and I leave without something, I feel like they're going to think I'm stealing. So I always just buy something little. I don't know why I have that. I get that feeling. I, 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 I pushed, I got to push through that feeling. You gotta, you gotta, to me, it's worth like, cause I, I don't really go in anywhere unless I'm going to buy something. So to me, it's almost like worth $5 to have peace of mind that they're not going to arrest me for stealing something that I didn't steal. If you didn't steal something, they can't arrest you. I know. But like, what if it's in my pocket? You got arrested development. Jason Bateman, Michael Sarah. Wow, I forgot Michael Sarah is probably my top 15. Michael Sarah Lawrence College. Nice. Michael Sarah is okay. He's kind of this one note. It's a good note. No taken. I will say this. No taken. So I did I like am looking at these things and no one's helping me. And I'm getting flustered, but I'm like, I'm just gonna buy this and see if it works. Wow. So it was, it was, move. It, it was seven dollars. I bought it. Of course, it didn't work. And I was just like so mad at the lack. Uh, I was mad at myself for doing it, but I was also mad at like the lack of. They didn't help you. Assistant. They didn't help me. They got to take you. And, they got to walk you over. And But like it's. But it, then I'm also mad at Lowe's because I feel like that type of behavior is more and more common in a lot of stores, not every store, but a lot of stores where there's like, I don't I guess it's like. I don't even know what the job would be if you're on the floor, like theoretically helping people, but like either you're annoyed at helping someone or you don't really know where things are. And I I really do think it's because in a lot of these stores, like, yes, as a employee, you could be good, but I don't think there's any motivation because all of these stores, I think, I feel like it used to be like the model was that you worked in the store, you started out in a, you know, a lower position and you worked your way up. But now there's such a disconnect between like the, 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 the being in the store and like the, the office, like the, the higher front office 
in all of these companies that there's no incentive to do a good job. You can do a great job or you can do a terrible job and you're still getting paid the same. You're not getting promoted. I don't know if this is true of Lowe's, but this is true in a, like a lot and just like the corporate structure today. And it's shitty that, you know, someone's not going to help you, but I feel like it's almost incentivized for it to be that way. And you see on like, you know, in Lowe's, for example, they're like encouraging people to do self-checkout. It's just like, there's no, it's almost like if you're working there, their base Lowe's is also basically telling you, Oh, you're not that important. We're going to get rid of you soon. You're in the lowdown. You're, you're a low life. I haven't been to Lowe's in a long time. It was so the only time I've ever been there. Cause I was like, let me check this out. You know, I've been a home Depot guy, but Lowe's seems like they're good. I like their colors. Yeah. It's a tough, <laughs> the colors. Anyway. Tough... So then I go to Best Buy over the weekend on Long Island and super helpful. The opposite. Like I was like, I showed him, I was like, I don't know. He's like, Oh, this is what you need. Walk me to it. Got me it. Check me out. Check me out and check me out. Checking you out up and down. Yeah. It's, like most places, like most franchises in the city, they're always worse. Most like big stores, big, I, I big think, restaurants. I don't, it's not just a city thing. I think it's everywhere thing. I don't know. I think most stores, like when I go shoe shopping, if you go to like a big time, if I go to like champs or like a basketball shoe store, the people working on the floor are incentivized to help you out because when you go to the cash register, they ask you who helped you out. They you say the name and that helps with their their ranking. Oh, I think I yeah, I, yeah no, that's definitely true. But I think there's a lot of the structure of a lot of these companies is such that there's a lot of high skill there's so there's a small amount of high skill what they call high skill jobs in you know uh doing i don't know logistics or, or tech or or financial stuff and there is a large amount but increasingly less of these lower skilled which are you know customer service retail etc and there's nothing in between and there used to be more of a uh, a kind of more like a structure where, you know, you had the lower end, you had the middle and you kind of advanced through, but that doesn't exist anymore because of technology. And I, I really think it's because of incentives of, of like the market and of like business schools and things like that. But I just think it's not a good model and it incentivizes people not to care. This is not really the same thing, but Postmates, for example, like these delivery apps, there's literally no way for you to contact like anyone who works for the company. So you could be amazing, but like that has no, you're not gonna get a raise. Like it's just not, a, it's not a good model. It's an outmoded model. It's, it should be outmoded, but it's in mode. Median. Beast mode. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. hundred percent. And it's frustrating. With your specific situation, I will say this at Lowe's. You what got, you, you say? I will let me say this. <laughs> Let me say one thing. I will say you can't leave are there. You, are you saying that on purpose? Let me say this. Am I saying nothing? You said I will say. I will say this. Let me say this. <laughs> will you let me say this? I don't know if you're doing Can I say one thing? You sound, you sound serious. Let me say this. Can I, can I say one thing? Sure. I will say this. With your situation specifically at Lowe's, let me say that. I can't let you can't be walking out of there guessing on your court. I will say that you have to get aggressive, go up to the customer service. There is nobody register. there. There's let, let me let me say this. You have to find somebody. 
you got to find a manager and you got to tell you got to got to be you got to be a Karen you got to be like I'm sorry I need you to show me what the right I know it's here you got to show me the right thing to get but then they get mad how to get aggressive you. well they're just mad to be there anyway they're, they're gonna be mad at you either way you're you got mad at yourself going home would you rather be mad at yourself and have or have them mad at you for doing your having them do their job I'm mad at the corporate structure mad tv I, i'm glad i said that though <laughs> yes <Yeah, same. laughs> i get it though i get it it's good it's a good, good it's good quab thank you want to bring in the john rocker yeah bring in the mariano do let's do it this oh, episode needs to close <laughs> close the book i think it's going to turn out to be uh maybe an oscar winner oscar meyer wiener at least i think it's going to win uh, what's the opposite of the oscar there's like some awards for the worst I know what you're talking about. Like the apples or something. I don't know. It's classic of this episode that we can't even think of that. <laughs> the worsties. All right, let's bring them closer. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Neil Jackson's bits. It's bits, it's bits. Praise on, praise on. Episode 66 in the books. Got anything to plug? Route 66. We didn't even talk about it. Wow. It's because this episode was a highway to nowhere. Really was. Rainbow Road. <laughs> yeah. We had to get fished out a couple times. I yeah. I got hit <laughs> by so many green shells. It was unbelievable. Shellfish. Kate can't have shellfish. No. Well, <laughs> subscribe to the Patreon. We have great off-menu episodes, one bonus episode a month. We get wacky, we get wonky, we get, we get all sorts of stuff. Support the Patreon, support the pod, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And send us a question, send us a DM. If you have send us a question, you want us to talk about. forgot to say, send us a question, brazebits at gmail.com or DM us at brazebits on Instagram, brazebits at gmail.com again. I, w- I was in a Fred Funk, but that's okay. Funk- Funkadelic. I think I think we turned out pretty good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace.